Hallelujah Night at TCC. Um, it's a, a great way to just meet your neighbors even. <laughs> so also, next Sunday is the last Sunday you could bring candy for us. We have quite a bit of candy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you brought candy already, but um, next Sunday we, we could use maybe a little bit more. <laughs> so if, if you want to do that, that would be great too. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Kathy, so much. And let's all stand. We'll release our children to their classes and let's greet each other. Give each other a welcome. Okay, praise God. A few announcements we have here today. Fellowship meal today, Adon and Maria. And we're working to prepare that and we're looking forward to that. It is a great time of fellowship and and great time of eating too. <laughs> That's great. Um, then Wednesday night we do have a prayer meeting this week at church. I know that the Lord has put in the hearts of those that are to be there. So that is this Wednesday, six o'clock. Have a teaching, and then at six thirty we have we begin our prayer time, and then. I'll mention this one more time now. There are men to mark your calendars. There's a True Bridge Men's Conference coming up in uh, next March, uh, 28th, 29th and 30th. There'll be more details coming on that later, um, probably in January. And then I want to mention this, the importance of voting, that we must vote. It's coming up close now. Remember to prepare yourself to vote on Tuesday, November 6. One important issue, find out where the candidates stand concerning protecting unborn children, those who cannot, who cannot speak for themselves. Uh, I have a scripture here that I came across, Proverbs 31, 8 and 9. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Ensure justice for those being crushed. Yes, speak up for the poor and helpless and see that they get justice. I believe one way that we can do that is by casting votes for those who are pro-life. And you can see up there is a, a website. It's the MCCL. Uh, Minnesota Citizens Concern for Life website and it's for the election and it shows where candidates stand on that and I think other issues as well so just refer you to that that is you can get it down there mccl.org slash election or it's also on our announcements that we have on the web or on the uh, announcements we send out each week here. Came across, well, this is a calendar I have. It's, uh, Charlie Brown, I thought I'd just put this up there today for our looking at our time for giving. Sooner or later, is that Lucy, I guess? Charlie Brown, there's one thing you're going to have to learn. You reap what you sow. You get out of life exactly what you put into it, no more and no less. 
And then Snoopy is pondering what was said. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's thinking, I'd, like, I'd kind of like to see a little more margin for error. And you know, the thing is, thank God, his grace takes care of our errors. But yet there's truth there that what we sow, there will be reaping. Um, I have a quote here of Pastor George Pearson's from Eagle Mountain Church down near Dallas, Texas. Uh, it says this, God often uses finances to teach and mature his children, and those lessons are as unique as the person learning them. He might want to teach one person about tithing consistently. Is he teaching you that these days? Or another might be learning to give an offering above the tithe. Has the Lord been teaching you that of late? Or another might be learning how to stand in faith for the prosperity of their business or their family's finances. Has the Lord been teaching you of that? that lately. And yet another might be learning to seek direction on which ministries to support. Maybe the Lord has been speaking to you and working in your life along those lines. In each of these instances, the believer must hear and obey the leading of the Holy Spirit while refusing to be swayed by the thoughts of his or her carnal mind. We hear it from the Spirit, the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. And Lord, we just do that. We receive from you. Lord, we thank you that you impart to our hearts that revelation of giving. That you illumine our hearts. The thing of giving. The thing of tithing. The thing of giving offerings. The of giving to ministries. And of receiving illumination of your spirit from the word concerning our lives, our, our living, and how you would prosper us so that we would have more than enough so that we may in turn give. And so we just thank you, Lord, that your spirit is within us to teach us, to guide us in our giving. In Jesus' name. We give unto you. Amen. And uh, the boxes for giving are on the back wall there. I think, Anthony, we're going to go down to the second quote there. Of This is a quote from Dame Julian of Norwich, and this was written in the 1300s. Uh, I is actually from the book that I have mentioned before that I got from Joyce's mom. She says, and this is many centuries ago, I saw the Lord scorn the devil's malice and reduce his power to nothing, and he wills that we do the same thing. On account of this revelation, I laughed loud and long which made those who were around me laugh too. And their laughter was a pleasure to me. Then I thought I would like all my fellow Christians to have seen what I saw. 
for then they should all laugh with me. For I understood that we may laugh, comforting ourselves and rejoicing in God that the devil has been overcome. Amen. <laughs> That's still good in 2018, isn't it? And I, I just got in these quotes and I started realizing that it really flows with the message for today. Uh, the message that we have, the title, Radiating God's Love, and it's part three, and, and we're focusing on the importance of the Holy Spirit revealing God's Word. And then we have a summary, when we're living in close fellowship with God by feeding upon His Word, we will be radiating God's glory to the people in our surroundings, in this message, we see that we have the Holy Spirit as our personal tutor to teach us God's Word. And uh, I was thinking, the Holy Spirit is the one who really illumines. He, he brings light so that we have understanding of the Bible, of the Word of God. He illumines truth to us. And this Dame Julian of Norwich from the 1300s, I just realized that statement that we just read, it came to her, it was revelation by the Holy Spirit. She, and I, we're going to read it, we're going to look at it again, but I put caps on certain words that bring this out. She said, I saw, say that word, saw, I saw. Where'd she see? Where'd she see from? From her spirit. From her spirit within. And from the word. She saw, I saw the Lord scorn the devil's malice and reduce his power to nothing. She saw it. Have you seen it? And he wills that we do the same thing. He wills that we do the same thing in our lives now by revelation of the Word of God and we see what's in there, what Jesus has done for us, the authority that he has given us in his name. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. And then he sends us forth in that authority. In our lives, in our situations, in our homes, workplace, wherever it is, church, wherever we are, dwelling or living and working and, and uh, doing whatever we do, to scorn the devil's malice, this is what we're to do, and reduce his power to nothing in our lives through speaking the word through confessing word, through knowing the word, by getting revelation. She said, I saw that. Okay, let's keep reading. On account of this, what? Revelation. Reveal. Revealed. If this, dark was to if this room was total darkness, we wouldn't be able to see what's here. We wouldn't see. But then if a light came on, it would be revealed 
It would be illumined. We would understand. We would know. Well, this is what the Holy Spirit does with the Word of God to us. On account of this revelation that she got, she said, I laughed loud and long. Did you know that in the 1300s that, sometimes, that believers would laugh long and loud because of joy but also at the devil? I laughed loud and long. Ha, ha, ha. Just say that. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I laughed loud and long, which made those who were around me laugh too. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Have you got revelation of the truth of Jesus Christ? Her tongues were filled with laughter. The redeemed of the Lord. Filled with laughter. And their mouths were singing. Oh, what glorious singing this morning. Again, just worshiping God, praising Him. On account of this revelation, I laughed long, or loud and long, loud and long, wow, which made those around me laugh too, and their laughter was a pleasure to me. Is this a pleasure to you when you hear others laughing because they know that they know the word is the final word? It is the truth, even concerning circumstances of life, things that we go through. The word of God is the final word. It's the word that is over everything else. Oh, the blessing of being in the word of God and of knowing the word of God of meditating on God's word, getting it into our spirit, building our spirit man up with the truth, not staying where we are, but growing, exercising our spirit muscles by doing the word and by standing in faith when everything around us seems contrary. That's where we can laugh too and be a blessing to others, a pleasure to others. Then I thought I would like all my fellow Christians to have what? Say it. Seen what I, what? Saw. She wanted her fellow Christians to see what she saw. Are there revelations that you've gotten about Jesus Christ in your life that you want others to see? We're on the same track as they were in the 1300s there, then, aren't we, with believers? I thought that I would like to see all my fellow Christians. Do you have that desire too? Your fellow believers to have seen what you saw, what you've seen? For then they, sh they should all laugh with me. They should laugh with me. Hallelujah, they would laugh with me. For I, and what's the next word? Understood. She understood that we may laugh, comforting ourselves and rejoicing in God that the devil has been overcome. Is there something in your life 
in your family, in your workplace, wherever you have your circles of influence or where you walk, where things are looking contrary. Well, what we're saying this morning is that through Jesus Christ, we are more than conquerors. And he loves us. He loves us so much. And we have our personal teacher and tutor, the Holy Spirit. He's our personal teacher and tutor. You know, most of us can remember teachers, mentors, parents, and other people who taught us how to understand things and learn information. But they also taught us about how to apply it in our lives. Other people may have sometimes the same ones, the same teachers or our parents. They teach us things, we gain knowledge, they help us to understand, we see things as they teach us, but then we walk it on in life. Well, that is what the Holy Spirit does for us. That's what he does for us. He helps us in life. I, uh, I remember back in the first grade. Anybody remember first grade? Do you remember your teacher in the first grade? Back then we didn't have kindergarten, but uh, I had Mrs. Anderson for my first grade teacher in Davis, South Dakota. One of the things I really was struggling with was math. I guess it was math, it was just counting. And I would, uh, and it was Mrs. Anderson and my parents worked with me quite a bit to help me to count and to see and to walk through that because I'd get up to 11, okay. I did find one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 13, 16, 18, 20, or whatever. Once I got to 11, it's like it was just blank. You know, I still remember that. But uh, I remember one thing my dad and mom did. You know, they cared about me and they tutored me. I remember sitting on the living room floor in our house in Davis, South Dakota, and they got out some of those wooden blocks and these wooden blocks had numbers. I think they had letters on one side and numbers on the other side. And they would scramble them all up, and then they say, okay, put them in order. And I don't know how many times I worked on that. Do you remember that, Mom? You actually remember that, too? Um, but uh, 11. 12, and Mrs. Anderson was coaching me at school, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I was okay after 20. <laughs> but the revelation came. It was there then. I mean, it was like, okay. I saw it. I don't know what happened exactly. Just like I saw it. Okay, after 11 is 12. It just 
It was there, but I had those that were right there with me, right beside me, to help me, to coach me, to mentor me, to show me. And I learned. But Mrs. Anderson also, when I was in the first grade there, we were coming up to the springtime and we were going to have a, a program. And uh, all the parents were going to be invited, of course, all the students, and it was first through fourth grade. <clears throat> all four grades were in one big, big room. There were eight grades in the school. <clears throat> one through four were in one room, and five through eight were, were in the other room. But anyway, we we're going to have this spring program. And she said, uh, Stephen, we're going to have you recite a poem. We're going to have you memorize and recite a poem. And I thought, I can't do that. Have you ever thought, I can't do that? Anybody else here ever thought, I can't do that? Ah, there's one hand. Um, I did not believe that I could. She believed I could, and, and she thought I could say it. She believed I could say it in front of all these people. I remember her working many times with me on this after school. Uh, she kept encouraging me. She kept telling me I could do this at the first through fourth grade spring program at the Davis Public School even though I didn't think I could. She developed a relationship with me. She spent time with me. Now what I want you to do, what I want us to do, is to connect this, obviously, with our personal tutor, our mentor, our coach, who is always with us. Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, who dwells within us, who dwells within me, who dwells within you. And it's not just gaining knowledge. He does help us to gain knowledge and understanding. He brings revelation that goes beyond what humans can do. But he also imparts to us things in the spirit realm that give us strength when we are up against adversity that allow us to stand when the enemy is trying to get us to fall. They allow us to keep believing, to have faith in God's word when the howling winds of adversity are all around us. The Holy Spirit in us does this. He brings revelation. He brings illumination. He helps us to see things that we didn't see. But he also imparts things into our being and even into our personality. His very person. And as we commune with him, as we spend time with him, as we yield to him, things are different. We can do this. I can do this. Sometimes it's not a thing that we don't think we're able. We just don't want to. But we know it's the Lord's will.
he can help us to be spiritually focused and spiritually strong, spiritually minded instead of carnally minded. He helps us. But anyway, Mrs. Anderson, she kept encouraging me and she told me I could do this. She said that if I would recite the poem, it would be a pleasure to the people. It would bless the people. It would be something they would like. She convinced me that I could do this. And she said that she would be right there if I missed a line and she would help me with it. That was a big help. You know, the Holy Spirit has promised you that when you're in that hour when he was telling the early disciples, even if they take you before the judge or the trial, I will give you the words to speak at the time you need them. And you know, that is the exact truth in life when we're yielded to him, when we're in fellowship with him, when we're walking with him, he will give us the words. But we need to stay yielded to him, not get overconfident in our own intellect, in our own thinking, but always yielding to him. I can still remember standing in front of that full classroom with students and parents. I was standing on the south end. The, the building faced well, north to south. The front end you came in, and then the, I guess where I was standing was on the south end of it, looking north. And it was all full of people. And I remember standing up there, and I remember the words still, 60 years later. In fact, more than 60 years later. Um, and I think Anthony's going to put it up there with me, for me. There was a little turtle who lived in a box. He swam in the puddles and he climbed on the rocks. He snapped at a mosquito. She taught me how to do that. He snapped at a flea. He snapped at a mosquito. And he snapped at me. He cut the minnow. He cut the flea. He cut the mosquito. But he didn't catch me. I think I said it wrong that time. Anyway. The Holy Spirit is with us right now. He is with you right now. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. He is our personal tutor. He resides within us. He lives within us. He dwells within you. If you've received Jesus as your Savior, the Holy Spirit is joined together with your spirit. The very Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of God, is joined together with you. You're a walking temple or dwelling place of God and His Spirit. He really does reside within us. 
and he really is the one who is there to help us to understand the word of God and to live our lives in victory, not defeat. You think of the hard things in your life, maybe the hardest things right now in your life that you're going through. It might be something with finances. It might be something with other people. It might be something physically. It might be something in the workplace. Uh, just, just think of that. Okay, the Holy Spirit will lead you to the Word that will help you to overcome in that situation. The Word, the Rhema Word. He will speak it to your heart so that in turn you can speak it to the problem. And he will help you as you yield to him. Now you'd be thinking about now, as I'm talking about this, that hard situation, whatever it is. He will help you to be an overcomer. We're overcomers in this life, not through ourselves. It's through him. He's the one that helps us to be overcomers. He'll show you what to do. He'll show you what to say. He'll show you when to do it. He'll show you when to say it. He'll show you what not to do. He will tell you. He will listen. You say, well, how, does, how do I know that? It's by his thoughts. He'll give you thoughts. He will give you the thoughts as you're meditating upon his word and there'll be thoughts that line up with his word. He will give you the exact thing to do and say. Sometimes you may, may need to get quiet a little bit longer in order to hear that. Use your time in the car as you're driving. Keep your eyes open, but listen. Talk and listen. Listen. Find time alone with him during the day or the night, whenever it has to be, whenever it has to be. And he'll show you, and he'll show you the truth. God often uses other people to bring his word to us, but he brings revelation and understanding to us through the working of his spirit who lives inside of us. He may use other people, like right now I'm talking, but the revelation, so you can say, I see it. That's not for me, that's from the Holy Spirit. But there is anointing on the word as it goes forth. That's what we pray for, the anointing of God's spirit as we speak it. But you can speak the word to others as well. He's the one who turns the light on in the room of our understanding. He is the one who turns the light on in the room of our understanding. And to the truth that he is revealing to us, we once were blind, but with his illumination, we see. We see it. The blinders are taken off. We see it. We see it. In the puzzle illustration that we mentioned a few weeks ago, the Holy Spirit is the one who turns 
the light on, helping us to see the true picture, or you could say the big picture, even before all the pieces are, are fit into place. We see it. We know it. We may kind of know it inside before we can even totally explain it, but we have a knowing. We have a seeing in that sense. We see what we can't see in the natural. We see our body healed before it comes manifestation in the, in the natural realm. Maybe we could say it kind of like, it's kind of like that he reveals to us the picture on the puzzle box cover before the pieces are all in place. We just have that knowing inside before we see it all manifest in front of us. We see it on the box, the picture on the box. That's the word that God would bring to us, but it's shown to us by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. Through the word of God, he helps us to see by faith what isn't seen yet in the natural realm. This is so good, so important. This is so real for our lives. This is faith. This is walking by faith. Through the word of God, the Holy Spirit helps me to see by faith. And see, faith is the substance of things, what? Hope for the evidence of things, what? Not seen yet in the natural realm. Through the word of God, the Holy Spirit helps me to see by faith what isn't seen yet in the natural realm. The Holy Spirit, God, is the one who helps me to see it. God helps me. Every time we get in the word, it's good to just thank you, Lord, for helping me to see what you would want me to see today. He has things each day to reveal to us. You know, and he can show you, show you right from Scripture straight from the Word, but you know what? He has ways for each one of us individually, ways that he can unveil things and, and show us things because we're all different. But you know what? God is God, and he knows each one of our differences, and he knows exactly how to get things across to us, and we need to work with him on that. We need to just say, I believe that. I'm going to believe. I'm going to walk there. And we'll see that as we take that step, it's on the firm ground of his spirit. The firm ground. But God can use a, a Peanuts cartoon to bring revelation to us of the word. There's a lot of good stuff in Peanuts. I haven't read a lot of it lately, but I just got that for my birthday, that calendar. You know, I'm seeing stuff in there already. The Lord can speak through that too. Do you believe that? I believe it's right. It's the truth. He speaks to us through, he speaks to me every day, all the way, in, in everything. Do you believe that? old, old song. This is my father's world, and to the listening ear, 
All nature sings, and round me rings the music of his spheres. It's the music of his spheres. All nature sings and tells the glory of God. It says that in Romans, that all, if they are just honest, they will know and see in the wonder of nature. Oh, the glory of God. Just think of the stars. Pastor Dean has his telescope and he looks at the stars a lot. Tommy said he saw a star that was how many light years away? A whole galaxy? How many light years? 120 million light years away, you saw that. How big is our God? 120 million light years. Light years. Light travels. Since I just said that, it's probably been around the world how many times? I mean, and you go, a million, how many? 125 million light years. And how many seconds are in a year? I mean, how big is our God? And then it goes way beyond that. This is, the God, this is our God, our Father in heaven, who knows how many hairs you have on your head. You don't even know. You couldn't even get within a hundred. I bet. At least most of us probably couldn't. At least I don't think I can. <laughs> or how many you lost today. He knows. He, you know, the thing is, he is God. He knows. He's all-knowing. He's all-knowing. Just pause and think of that as we close today. Just pause and think on that. Just think on that. He knows. He knows that the sparrow falls. He can use a sparrow to speak to you. But he wants to speak to you something this morning and just confirm to you that he loves you. And yes, by his spirit, he dwells within you. And he is there to bring illumination of, of the word of God, to bring light in the darkness. to just open it up for you, the Word. And don't be concerned. You think, well, man, then that puzzle, I've just got a few pieces down. Don't be concerned about that. Just go for the next piece. Just look to the next step. And uh, you may think, well, my faith is so small. Well, you know what? That faith is a gift of God that's been given to you, that measure that's the God kind of faith. And so you just yield to him. You just rest in him. And just simply believe 
Don't get it complicated. Only believe. But I believe he would also tell us, spend, I'll just put it this way, he would say, spend time with me. Spend time cloistered with me, but really just spend the whole day with me. Spend time with me in the shop. Spend time with me in the office. Spend your time with me in the kitchen. Spend time, spend your time with me in the schoolroom. Ooh, yeah. Spend time with me, spend your time. And draw your strength from me. Draw your strength from me. And in that situation that you have in your life, I know it so well. I know it so well, he would say to us. He says, just trust me. Get a word from my word concerning it and just stand there. Simply trust. I'm already at the end of it. This too shall pass. And I'm already there at the end. So just rest in me. Because you are free from fear. When you look to me, when you trust in me, that's fear, it's a liar. It'll try to sap your strength. Don't go there. Don't go there. Go to me. I will keep you in perfect peace. Shalom, shalom. Total wholeness, total health, nothing missing, nothing broken. As you keep your mind stayed upon me. Because you trust in me. Trust in me, for I am the rock of ages. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing on our meal and our fellowship together. If you have things you would like to join in agreement with someone else in prayer, just come up here. There'll be someone to pray with you. Let's spend our time with the Lord. You got something? Okay. Yeah. Um, a Don, um, with his birthday, he had a birthday this last week, and Carla Mandrell had the thought she wanted to have a special cake in honor of him. She would normally bake it herself, but is she still in Denver or, yeah, Denver, helping a friend with the bakery there? And so, but we also added in Spanish, the words were added, our appreciation for Maria, who has cooked faithfully by um, Adan's side for nine years now. Every month they've 
cooked at least one meal for us. We've had meals most months. There's been at least a couple of meals for 13 years. And shortly after um, Adan got born again and started coming here, he became a part of the food service meals with his wife. So you can speak a blessing on him. You won't see the whole cake because Eileen Johnson cut it up for you to eat. So enjoy it. Blessings. I got a home. 